From finance and commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining me. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, United Properties ESG manager Janelle McLean talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. McLean discusses her duties at United Properties, her work on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and environmental initiatives, and how she broke into the business. I'm pleased to be joined by Janelle McLean, ESG manager at United Properties here in Minneapolis. Over the past year, McLean has begun spearheading the growth and development of United Properties ESG strategies, working in close collaboration with company leaders to help identify and measure ESG practices, risks, and opportunities. Uh, McLean chairs the company's ESG advisory group in addition to United Together, the company's DEI committee. And McLean is also an active member of the Real Estate Racial Justice Committee racial equity in real estate stakeholders, commercial real estate diversity collaborative, among other things. She holds a bachelor's degree from the University of Minnesota Twin Cities, a master of business administration from the University of St. Thomas, and her real property administrator designation. So uh, Janelle, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Well, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I wonder if we could just start out by talking a little bit about your role at United Properties. Um, When did you start this role as ESG manager and what are some of your primary duties in that capacity? Yep. So I officially started my role in April of 2022. Um, I had been leading many of our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts prior to that. Um, So it was a natural transition into the newly created role of ESG manager. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of my primary duties are leading and developing all company strategies related to ESG and DEI. I work with our company leaders in setting goals related to that, um, kind of recommending best practices, um, and really just being the go-to resource for everyone within the company with anything with the with ESG or DEI. Okay. Um, so just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the barriers to entry in the industry. It's often viewed as sort of an insider's game just to get into commercial real estate. And, um, you know, we all know that I real estate and all industries benefit from diversity, equity, and inclusion. But I was wondering if you could maybe speak to that a little bit and talk about some specific initiatives 
that you've worked on or are currently working on to sort of create a more diverse commercial real estate industry? Yeah, it's pretty common that, you know, if someone is in commercial real estate, it's usually put because one of their family members is in it or it isn't something you typically go to school for and have a real estate development or real estate degree. Um, so it is something that is hard to, and we're working to kind of create more diversity paths to get into the the business. Um, one program that we're, we've been heavily involved in um, since its inception is with the Urban Lands, Land Institute, their ULI Ready program. And so they have um, all diverse and women in every in a cohort every year, and they learn how to every all the basics of real estate development, and they um, have their own project that they present at the at the end of the program, and we kind of weigh in on what could we help with that project? Is that a good project? What would we say as far as like strength and weaknesses? Is it something that if you were presenting to us as an investor, we would invest in? And really having mentors for them along the way. And we've also been a financial investor in that program um, for, I believe, seven years now. So those are some of the different pathways that we help to get diverse candidates into the business. We also do a lot of mentoring and different initiatives like that. Okay. And can you talk a little bit about how you got into this industry? What attracted you to it? And did you? benefit from a mentoring relationship or anything like that? How, how did you break in, essentially? Yeah, so I've been in real estate, commercial real estate for almost 15 years. I started in the industry while I was still in college. Um, mm -hmm. I actually started by leasing apartments at the apartment building I, I lived in um, mm -hmm. and just really thought it was fun. I got my first real full-time job right out of college in property management and really was attracted to how different each day is in commercial real estate. There's so many different opportunities and ways that your skill set could be useful. Um, I had a great mentor, uh, Greg Boderman, who was with me at Well Tower for, I was there for about five years. So he really helped me transition from property management into asset management and really took me under his wing and and taught me the ins and outs of everything. And that was invaluable to have him kind of really invest his time and energy into me. Okay. And have you been, are you from the Twin Cities? We talked a little bit about your, you attended the University of Minnesota and St. Thomas. Are you uh, from the area? And did you grow up here? Yeah, so I lived in Lake Elmo, Minnesota until I was um, in middle school. And then my family moved to Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. And so I lived there for middle school and high school, but really wanted to come back to the, to the Twin Cities for college. And I've stayed here ever since. Okay, so upper Midwest all the way. Yeah. Um. So I was wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit also about some of the um, the E and ESG, the environmental initiatives that you've been involved in. Tell us about that. Yeah, so sustainability and environmental fall under the E and ESG. Um, some cool initiatives that we've done was a, a very large undertaking of a project is 
really taking all of our properties that we own and develop and having all of the energy, water, waste, GHG emissions, kind of everything about the building into a software platform where we can visibly see is a, is a building suddenly using too much energy? How can we reduce that? Um, and we're, we have the data all the way back to pre-COVID. I really wanted to be intentional of not just having the past couple of years that have been a little bit different in regards to energy use. And so having that benchmark, and then we can kind of set goals. We can focus in on which properties are maybe having a larger toll on the environment and we can dial in. Another cool initiative um, was we launched our urban beekeeping program. So there's many of our assets that have hives on the rooftops. And I I believe each hive has over 140,000 bees within it. And we harvest the honey um, and then give back that to our tenants and residents at the end of the year. And also having those hives on the roof allows um, different pollinations of the flowers in that community. And it's just overall, these are a great environmental ad for a property. Nice. Has that been well received by your tenants? What kind of reaction do you get to that? Yeah, it's a little hard at first. I think people get worried about being stung. Of course, they're on the roof, so it's it's not like they're near the entryway. But honeybees are actually a very... Um, gentle creature and don't sting unless they're provoked. Um, But it's been a great tool. Our tenants really love having all attending the bee workshops. So we have our um, beekeeper do demonstrations and they can see what the hives look like and have different learning experiences to learn more about the bees. And that's been really well received and been fun for our tenants. Well, getting back to the uh, sort of the DEI part of it, what kind of progress are you seeing on that front, both at United Properties and I guess throughout the industry as a whole in the Twin Cities? Are are you seeing the needle start to move a little bit? Um, what kind of, you know, you've been in the business for 15 years. Are you seeing some progress? Yeah, I feel like in the post-George Floyd world, you've seen a lot of positive movement in regards to DEI. Um, You see DEI moving from, you know, just a surface topic of talking about the people and the diversity in the staff, but really taking DEI, especially at United Properties and weaving it into everything we're doing. So whether it's hiring practices or how we hire our, our vendors or where we are doing our developments and how could we incorporate and, and make a better impact for that community. It's, just, it's really been great to see the, the positive change after such a tragedy. And do you, I know that sometimes the statistics are hard to come by, but do you have any sense of just how underrepresented people of color and women are in the industry or any resources that speak to that? Um, I don't have any statistics off the top of my head, but I mean, every uh, you, it's very visibly seen that commercial real estate in general is a very um, white um, business. Um, but you're really starting to see shifts in that in different programs and different spaces and investing dollars in different ways. And so you're starting to see that changing. And that's really, really great. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about some of the other, I guess, uh, industry initiatives you're involved in. We mentioned uh, that you're an active member of the Real Estate Racial Justice Committee. Um, tell us about that and um, kind of what their mission is. Yeah, so I've been involved with that group, I believe, for two to two and a half years. So that's probably my most active group I'm involved in. We meet every other week. Um, and so that group has really been um, bringing together different real estate professionals across different companies and different roles each of us have, and really having um, learning sessions about we have bring in different speakers, we visited different projects, um, we visited the redevelopment of the Coliseum project right on Lake Street. That project has uh, three Black developers on it and is owned by three different businesses. And it's really seen transformative change up close is something really special. That group has also been such a, an amazing resource to when I'm having an idea or running into an issue, I can go to that group and say, what would you do in this scenario? Um, and it's been interesting to watch as that group over the past couple of years, many of us have changed our roles to be more heavily involved in DEI initiatives uh, because of that committee, just really having that group of people we can go to and, and, and do really make a positive impact in the community. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I've been doing this at Finance and Commerce for 25 years now. And I can say just in my personal experience, when I started out, I don't know if I could name a single person of color or in, you know, involved in development or commercial real estate. And now I now I've had the pleasure of speaking with a number of folks who um, are, are in that group. And so I, I can see some positive changes, but you know, one thing I've heard too from 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 people of color who who I've come in contact with who are in this industry is that just the importance of of mentorship and just helping that that's that's really a game changer in terms of not only breaking into the industry but also being successful once you sort of gain a toehold. Um, so I, I'm curious if you've you you said mentioned that you had a mentor that was beneficial to your career. Do you also work with younger people who are uh, aspire to get into this business, or have you um, I guess reached out to people in high school or college students? Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yep, through the Commercial Real Estate Diversity Collaborative that I'm involved in. We provide scholarships for diverse students and offer a mentorship. That's part of our main initiative. Um, so that's having we have different learning sessions, different trainings, and and different exposure. Um, and there's been a lot of instances where even just taking the time myself of inviting a diverse student to a project with me and kind of walking them through it. I think having someone they can go to and ask the questions that they they might feel are dumb questions, which they certainly aren't, is just really invaluable. I think too, like in commercial real estate, there's so many different paths you can go down. And so being able to sit with someone in high school or college and, and talk about what are your what are your interests? How could we align this to this industry? 
because there's many things in job opportunities that they've never even thought about. And so that's been a really well, well, um, just a great experience to kind of sit with different um, students on that. Yeah, just to get it, just to get it on their radar is really a good first step, I think, very important. So that's, that's a great point. Um, so anything else that you're involved in at United Properties that you care to talk about, uh, just either on the D DEI front or um, uh, environmental initiatives? Um, I think when I started with my role, it was really trying to um, take a broad view first. And so I really spent the first six months kind of building out what I'd call our ESG roadmap for the next five years, and then really dialing in different projects. Um, and I think the project that has been most maybe special and meaningful to me has been our uh, vendor and supplier diversification program. So really building out what are we going to track as far as diverse vendors? How will we really build those relationships in the community and have different vendors involved in our project that maybe not would not have been in the past? Um, we were able to sign up. Uh, we're a corporate anchor with Mita and Ascend with their cohort program. And that's really just been a great experience um, to be able to learn from other corporate anchors such as Target and Best Buy and Cargill, but also meeting the, the diverse vendors. They do about 15 to 20 different vendors each year who are in their cohort. And we really work together to kind of share best practices and, and teach each other. We're learning from them and they're learning from us. And that's been a really great uh, program that I'm really happy that we support. And to look at even from a numbers perspective, how much we're changing, where we're investing our vendors with and how they're being involved in our projects has just been a great, great program. Great. Well, um, I think we covered a lot of ground there. Janelle, is there anything else that you care to touch on? Um, it sounds like you're just involved in some great work there and um, I wish you continued success, but um, any, any parting thoughts? No, just thank you so much for having me. And it's a it's a great, fun industry that's changing every day, but we're making a lot of positive impact in the communities, which is a great thing. Great. Well, thank you for your time, Janelle. Uh, have a good day. Hopefully we can uh, connect again in the future when um, you have some some news to share or uh, you know, we, we're, we're always interested in this topic. So We'd love to connect with you again and um, sort of pick your brain about what's going on and, and what's happening in the industry. So, um, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for your time. Have a good day. You too.